Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. To episode 97 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. It's time for another adventure in the world of Pokemon. I'm your host, Doug, and I'm Team Relor because today we are just shooting the stuff. Today, today we're shooting the stuff. Of course, Victory Road is a production of the Four Eyed Radio Network and is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design to fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. And as always, please subscribe to and rate this podcast wherever you're listening. Those ratings and reviews make Victory Road more visible and much easier to find and i am not alone today he is back for the remainder of these episodes as we charge towards episode 100 it's the father of victor road hello kyle hello it is me kyle and i am team kilo Watrol. yes you are because there was a meme going around uh that was your partner pokemon with the first letter of your name which yes i found harder than i thought i would yeah um <laughs> So I remember looking. I had to like look up the list of all the Pokemon that start with a K, and I'm like, okay. Um, I was like, ooh, Crocodile, Crocorock. Ooh, that's t- what I probably would have chosen if my name started with a K. Oh, I love Crocodile. It's one of my favorites. But I was like, okay, is there any electric types or any steel types? And then there was like, cling, clang, cling, clang. Like, okay, that's <laughs> something. That's like a Gen Five knockoff of Magnemite. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, anything else? And then I saw Kilowattrol, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I got it. Like, I haven't used one on my playthrough yet. I want to, so I'm thinking about doing, like, an all-electric uh, playthrough yes. of a Scarlet soon. So, Kilowattrol is definitely high on my list of Pokemon I want to use. Yes, Kilowattrol is terrifying. Um, I feel like it's the only Pokemon that, like, it doesn't actually attack you because you can't battle in the air. But it's the mm-hmm. only Pokemon where you're, like, not safe in the air. It will it will come at you. <laughs> And it's terrifying. And it's yeah. huge. It's huge. Such mm-hmm. a big bird. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like I said, today we are just uh we're just catching up. Uh yeah. I mentioned it's been a while since you've all heard from us. Um mm-hmm. last time you did, I mentioned that episode one hundred will be the last episode of Victory Road before you don't hear from us for even longer than that, if not forever, who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's time for us to just go out on a different adventure. <laughs> um, and actually what's funny is Kyle and I were like chatting the other day, uh, about Pokemon and Kyle reminded me like, should we like record or something? And I was like, yeah, I guess we should, huh? It was kind of nice to just like talk without any pressure, but like I, know, I did say I we were going to close this up, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about the new episode, anime episodes and also you had just started gen five. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm like, this is like some deep conversation stuff. I'm like, we should probably, I like, I'm like I should probably be the responsible one here and just be like, can we just do this for the uh, podcast? Because yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, we can. We can. Um, but basically, the idea is that uh, uh, episode 100 will be the final one for it, it, just indefinitely. And uh-huh. we have a plan. We've decided what all the episodes will be. This one's just us catching up because it's been so long. Um, mm-hmm. Next episode, I can just tell folks what they are, I suppose, except for one of them, which is still kind yeah. of a secret. Yeah, even I, to I, you. I yeah, I don't even know what this 99 yeah. episode is. So episode 97, this one is just us catching up. Episode 98 will be uh, an official closeout to the Ash Bash series where we Ash Bash uh, Pokemon the movie, uh, the very first one. Uh, Pokemon the movie. Is it Pokemon the first movie? What is the official title of that? I think it's uh, Pokemon the first movie, maybe. Is it also Mewtwo Strikes Back? Is that part of the title? (laughs) Pokemon the the movie. Mewtwo Strikes Back. I... <laughs> I don't know, oh. whatever. But we're gonna we're gonna do an Ash Bash for that because I we're both pretty confident we never have. Uh, and I or, didn't look to see if we were wrong. Or do you want to twist things up a little bit and do Pokemon two thousand and get a little Ooh. Tracy into the Ash Bash? Well, and you know, lots of Johto action there. Well, not lots, but a little bit of Johto action there. Just throwing the idea yeah. out there. It'll it'll be a movie. We'll Ash Bash a movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now there's a little mystery in, into which one it'll be. <laughs> yeah. uh, 99 will be a mystery episode uh, because I'm like 99% sure I know what I want to do. I just need to figure out if it's feasible to do it. And if it is feasible, it'll be more fun for it to be a surprise. And then episode 100 will just be us closing, closing it out, reflecting back, saying, see you later. <laughs> That's the plan. So look forward to it. And there won't be four months between each one of those episodes. I don't know exactly how much time will be no. between those episodes, but not four months. Right. <laughs> we hope. Hopefully a couple of weeks or so. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a normal victory road schedule yeah. for the, for the last four episodes. Um, yeah. Let's just put it this way. Episode 100 will come out well before 2024. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it will come out this year. <laughs> Episode yeah. 100 will be in 2023. Yes. Um <laughs> That's that's a promise I feel like we can keep. That's that yeah. seems easy enough. <laughs> yeah. Um well, where do you want to start with with catch-up stuff cuz I feel like there is a um, lot to catch up on. I feel like I've actually been in like a pretty high Pokémon phase right now. Let's see. Uh I don't remember last time we talked about did we talk about me getting my tattoos? Well, you've gotten, I feel like you've gotten so many tattoos since we talked that, you know, you may as well give us the rundown. Yeah, so I got my Magnemite group tattoo, finally. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been wanting to get for a while, and it came out amazing. It looks so good. It does. And what's funny is the the tattoo artist who did that also did the Magnemite up in my arm. And the two tattoos are honestly night and day. (laughs) Well, they're about a year apart from each other, and... You can tell, like, you can see how much she has changed mm-hmm. with, like, coloring and shading and all that stuff. And yeah, it's amazing. And then I also went and got a Power Ranger tattoo. Yes. So I got Lightspeed Rescue Red Helmet. I love that. Nice. Um, and I want to get a Squirtle tattoo. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to get one, like, jumping out of a Game Boy Color. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm playing around with a few ideas. I want to get a One Piece tattoo. Um, oh yeah, you've been you've been watching One Piece, not Pokemon yeah, related, but that is a, I, a journey all unto its own. Oh, it is. <laughs> I think I started back in like summer of last year, and I'm officially caught up with the English dub. And Dang. so 
I thought about switching over to the Japanese dub, but I'm like, no, I'm already so used to the voices, how they are. Mm-hmm. I-, I can't do that to myself. So I actually just started reading the manga now. So that's kind of cool. Nice. I still want to get my Keyblade tattoo, uh, Jedi lightsaber tattoo. <laughs> I still want to get cover like, yourself in nerd things. Oh yeah, I want to get like Elekid charger buck. I want to get like a whole electric sleeve on my leg or something. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. you should. You should mm-hmm. influence. You should. I thought about maybe getting like the electric energy symbol here, the steel energy symbol here, up on my, the back of my wrist, um, back of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> but i haven't fully decided yet on those yeah that's just me toying with the idea um yeah. i'm i i also want to do tattoos on hands but a lot of people are like you'll regret that i'm like i really won't i truly yeah. will not <laughs> like if i were to if i thought i was gonna regret it i wouldn't want to do it <laughs> yeah and like i'm a technically i'm a mechanic so i mean the, the electric and the steel symbol would be fine oh hell yeah that's so true yeah yeah, that would be such a good idea. On brand, on theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's actually, I never put that together. That like your favorite Pokemon is an electric steel Pokemon and you're a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> that never clicked for me. <laughs> That's so funny and perfect. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, I wish Kling Clang, Kling Clang were mm-hmm. a more exciting line because I feel like that would be a perfect line to right. also be part of your roster. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I feel like Magnemite would be perfect for me because as I'm working on things like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm doing bolts or whatever, I just have Magnemite hold the boat for me. Yeah. On its magnet. See, well, and like if you drop things, like it's literally just like a floating magnet. It'll go get it, grab it. With exactly. Magnet, you know? It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it is. That is actually like a perfect partner Pokemon. I feel like... Um, Anytime like that discussion online happens with like well, who's who would be your real life partner Pokemon or like the one that was just going around with the first letter of your name. When mm-hmm. I think like partner Pokemon, that to me is like different than like favorite Pokemon, champion Pokemon. To me, that's usually like an er, like early in your life, one of your first Pokemon that you have mm-hmm. like a deep friendship with that you don't even necessarily battle with. It's just like your friend, your companion, you know? Exactly. And so a lot of times when I choose like my partner Pokemon, it's something like smaller or something mm-hmm. that's like more practical to be able to go places with me. I luckily Clefairy is one of my favorites. So that's often mm-hmm. one of my partner choices. Cause it's, you know, I can yeah. bring it around. That's similar to the uh, Pokemon manga where red started off with a polywag. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. the anime, before the thing even started, and like he just sends out a Poliwhirl, and you're like, oh, okay, he's already got a Poliwhirl, but that was his first Pokemon that he's always had. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would be uh, impractical for me to bring like Steelix everywhere uh, unless right. it was like constantly in a Pokeball, which would be sad. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's just like in Harkon and Soul Silver when all the Pokemon are following you. Steelix is one of the ones that actually <laughs> goes back into the Pokeball when you go inside buildings. Yeah, oh, poor Steelix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so big. I mm-hmm. chose uh for that that letter name thing. I chose Duskull because I didn't feel like there were that many. Like there again, there are very cool Pokemon that start with mm-hmm. D. Um, like Dragapult starts with D. But also, mm-hmm. I'm currently feuding with Dragapult, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to choose that. And then, like, I don't know. I, I I don't know. There just weren't like that many other ones, and I didn't want to choose Dusclops because or or Dusk Noir because like those are big and scary. So mm-hmm. chose Duskull, and I do like ghosts. It's probably like my third ish maybe favorite type. I could see I could see you with like a Duskull as a partner. Yeah, it's cute, and it's a little bit it's cute and a little bit spooky, which I think is perfect. Yeah, 
Well, you mentioned you mentioned the anime because I've been watching the anime, and I know you yeah. watched you you kept up with the anime as they've been dropping. So I am now all caught up on what is on Netflix. Which, by the way, the place that they ended, I get why they ended there. Yeah, but I was so mad. Yeah, <laughs> I was so mad. So we're gonna talk spoilers for for up through yeah. what's on Netflix, not beyond that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, if you if you're caught up on Netflix, you are safe. If you've been like yeah. really adamant about not looking at the Japanese stuff, I don't know how you possibly could not know what happens at this point. But if you uh, are, you are safe here as long as you're caught up on Netflix. Yeah, um, I will say, I think where they dropped it off and with how many episodes are left, I think the next Netflix drop is going to have the rest of the tournament. It's got to, and then the final twelve episodes of. Oh, like that little mini series that's, that little mini that's se- at the end? They have to do it that way because I feel like the uh, next if they drop just the rest of the tournament, that's gotta be like what? Like not that many episodes. I so wouldn't think I, so. I don't know what's going on over there, but like it used to be <laughs> every twelve like every you get twelve episodes for yeah. twelve weeks and then mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, here's like 12 to 16 episodes. Have fun. We'll let you know in know. like a couple months. And I'm like, no, just. I, I know. It, you know, it's terrible at this point. Like I, I am so irritated with Netflix on such a constant basis. I hate that these words are going to come out of my mouth. But I actually just wish that Pokemon was like on Disney Plus or Hulu or something. Because then they'd yeah. probably drop it weekly. You'd always have a new Pokemon episode basically constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conversation would be happening on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to worry about, like, when is it going to happen? When is it not going to mm-hmm. happen? Yada, yada, yada. I don't actually want Disney to have any sort of control over Pokemon. But it is like the or like HBO Max. like, But something that is just on a very consistent basis, very reliable mm-hmm. basis. Yeah. I mean, I loved it when it was on uh, Disney Channel for uh, Sun and Moon series. I loved mm-hmm. it. It was yep. great. But like even if Netflix just dropped it like one episode a week, I'd be okay with that. I would be thrilled with that, honestly. I would not be behind. I guarantee you I would not be behind if I only had to watch yeah. one episode a week. Maybe I would get a couple weeks, but that's that's it, you know. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, I love being able to just binge watch twelve episodes within like two days with sure, my wife. That's nice too. But it's that's what I did. It's I don't know. And I gotta say though, like some of the episodes like recently have been really good like they've been like finally oh yeah they've been like tying off a lot of things that got started and never finished like the whole thing with lily's family that Mm -hmm. they basically started at the very end of the sun and moon series and (laughs) i'm just like come on you can't leave things there yeah so i'm glad that they finally finished that um glad that they brought back serena even though like ashley sees her for like what was that <laughs> like I it was a that. very cool episode for two reasons one serena was back and i know you are a huge fan of serena i've only I seen am. a little bit of x and y so i get it but i don't like fully get it mm-hmm. but I, I i like her um so it was cool like she was back but then also it was like a very chloe focused episode and i usually do enjoy those because she's like technically a tertiary character but she's like way way in the background mm-hmm. compared to ash and go so it's cool to have that too plus like chloe's whole thing is like trying to figure out what she wants to do and she seemed to really enjoy the contest you know um, and really admire serena and i i appreciate the sort of um the irony of that episode the fact that chloe doesn't know that serena and ash are like incredibly good friends that yeah. um and, and then serena doesn't know that chloe 
is the daughter of the professor that Ash is currently working for. Like, I like the irony, but then the episode after that should have been them hanging out. <laughs> like, they, exactly. they should have gotten to hang out. <laughs> yes. And I will say, like, this last batch of episodes has been very Kalos-centric. Mm-hmm. Because, um, first off, uh, he goes and meets up with Clement and Bonnie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I loved and was so glad to have them back because I always thought Clement was kind of cool, although his whole uh, thanks to the power of science thing has always been kind of oh. annoying. Just wait till I talk about black and white. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> and then he had the match up against Diantha, which I was yeah, like, can oh, you fill me in on the Diantha stuff? Because I'm not familiar with like how that all went down or like what that what that all is. So that's all. Ju- that was all just right there in the episode, like everything that they. Oh, OK. They, I was sure there was like more to it. No, um, they never actually introduced her in X and Y. So mm, this was I see. Like she was only ever just the Elite Four member in the games, so we never actually mm-hmm. got to see her. Which I was so glad to have her because I'm like, this dude here saved all of Kalos. Where the heck were you? <laughs> yeah, I know the uh, the Unova gym leaders in Elite Four would be appalled at your performance. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're all up in everything constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he visited his uh, his Ash Greninja or his Greninja. Yes. We to call Ash's Greninja Ash Greninja, but <laughs> he visited his Greninja, which we never got the Ash Greninja form. And I was like, "Come on!" Like, yeah, that was weird too. I'm surprised that didn't happen. But I guess he doesn't battle. Did he battle at all with Greninja in that, or it? Because Greninja and, and Lucario go off to train basically so that Lucario right. can learn to Mega Evolve. But which is smart. That's really clever. Yes, but the battle bond to Ash Greninja is basically a mega evolution in of itself, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I was like, come on, this would be the perfect time to show. And like, uh, I don't know. I was a little bummed about that. But you know what, though? It's it's interesting because they're doing cool things, but they're also like, I don't know, they're, they're being really restrained for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily it's frustrating because it's like you're doing all these references that are for people who've been watching for a long time. I wonder what the the thought process is behind not going like whole hog on any, any of them. Right. So like why, like I'm glad we have Serena, but like, I wonder what their thought process was for not having her and Ash have an episode together. I like that we have his Greninja back and I love mm-hmm. why we have his Greninja back, but I wonder mm-hmm. what their thought process was for not having them actually battle together or, see the ash greninja form like it would be interesting to have those conversations mm-hmm. yeah i don't know you know mm-hmm. so now that we've basically gotten you know we got to meet clement and bonnie again and saw mm-hmm. serena mm-hmm. i'm like okay where why have we not uh, we also got to see dawn and yeah. we've seen brock and misty quite a few times but I'm like, uh, and we had this incredibly cruel moment that I felt like was an attack against me specifically where Professor Oak said, oh, hold on. You want me to go get Tracy? And then Ash was like, no, thanks. Bye. And I was like, that's rude. <laughs> that's very yeah. rude. <laughs> yeah. Like, where's Tracy? Where's May? Where's Max? Where? <sighs> Silent. Because uh, we got to see Iris again. And she's yeah. champion now. Uh, I don't need to see Silent. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like out of all the characters to pull a 180 since yeah. they've been gone, has been Iris. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, where are his old companion? Like, I thought we'd get to see, like, all of the old companions by now. But yeah. I feel like May and Max, like, I feel like Ash spent probably the most time with them, honestly. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know necessarily how they chose. I will say, like, the fact that they included Serena definitely felt like fan favorite stuff. The fact that they included Greninja felt very fan favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, I don't think that Clement was a fan favorite, but I, you know, again, it was all very Kalos centric. Um, other Pokemon that like got featured from like when they went to Oak's uh, laboratory, um, mm-hmm. like they did focus on some of the fan favorite Pokemon, not all of them. It's not like Charizard yeah. had like huge focus or anything. So I don't yeah. know. I wonder if they just figured like, this is the order of episodes we have. And so we have to like pick and choose. I also mm-hmm. don't know, like would it have gotten either tiresome or would they have run out of like ideas if they dedicated an episode to every single companion, you know, because mm-hmm. we did see some of them at least in, the um, And I thought this was a really cool detail, and it wouldn't have hit as hard if we had gotten full focus episodes for them. But we did see, like, cutaways to uh, different regions watching their champions in yes. the tournament, which is funny because I remember seeing specifically the Unova one, and I was like, who are these people? And now I actually know who they are. And I'm yep. like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, now, I wasn't fully paying attention at first, and I actually yeah. ended up going back to rewatch it because yeah. when – uh, Lance had first announced uh, this is for Kanto and Johto. I never mm-hmm. saw that part, and like I think I finally was paying attention when like Iris and Cynthia had did theirs, and so I was like, "Oh, uh, Lance called out for." Uh, so I went back, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Richie for Kanto!" Hell yeah! I was like, "Oh my!" Like it's the it's the backside of him, so you can't fully tell, but you're like, "That's Richie." You can tell That's- enough. Yeah, yeah, it's Richie and his Pikachu, and then for Johto, was it Sparky? Is that who his his was? Yeah, that, Sparky. was Richie's Pikachu? So. <laughs> and then Johto was, I believe, not even part of the main anime, but it was a side story anime run, uh, basically based off the characters from the games, sort of. Oh, nice! It was, it was like Ethan and I think Chris. That sounds right. Yeah. So those two sh- uh, were part of the flash i'm like oh my god i recognize That's those so guys. cool yeah so i was like awesome and then uh, i did like how they had two champions for kalos yeah okay so can so- we go through here because there's eight eight members of the tournament and yeah. ash is one of them and lance is one of them and so yeah. just by that alone they're well i guess ash is technically rep- representative of the alola region yeah. so they yeah. they show the alola region but like eight champions is technically not a well actually it is with lance but you said there's two callous champions right so there's still someone yeah. missing well no because uh lance represents kanto two. and Johto. do they have a hoenn champion hoenn is um, steven steven and then uh Cynthia is Stino. right and then unova iris is unova callous you then, said there's two for callous right yes um it's uh what's her name uh that went up against lance um, she had the Gardevoir and she had the Mega Gardevoir and, and she had the But Pompadour. then that's two, if that's two and from then, Kalos, we're already at six. And then, yeah. um, Alola is Alola Ash. Is Ash. And then you've got, uh, the main champion for Galar. Oh, I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm being dumb. I'm including freaking Paldia and there is no, obviously that, that doesn't exist in yeah. the anime yeah. yet. Okay, I was thinking the number nine, so I was like, clearly someone's missing. And then when you said two for Kalos, mm-hmm. that is covered by Lance. So, got it, got it. That's why there's two for Kalos. I see, I see. Yeah. But now, yes, this was the most recent guy that defeated Ash, and I would have loved to have seen him versus Ash 
than Ash versus Steven, but I'll take mm-hmm. what we can get. Um, cause I mean, we got to see mega Charizard versus Gigantamax Charizard or yeah, whatever, which is cool. So, yeah. Also very smart that, I mean, I know that they, I, I guess I don't know this. I can't imagine that they were anticipating this all playing out six years ago, you know, when they started mm-hmm. the sun and moon anime or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's perfect that Ash does end up winning the Alola championship because when you first see that lineup, you're like, this is so corny that it's like seven champions and freaking Ash Ketchum. But then when yep. you realize like, no, he actually is one of the cha- So it is actually a battle of eight champions yeah, and he and I is love- representing an entire region and they drive that home. I love that when he goes back yeah. to Alola and does the battle Royal, they are all cheering for him as their champion. Like yeah. frequently when he arrives, they welcome back their mm-hmm. champion. They cheer for their champion. They really make sure you realize like, no, well, he belongs up there with the other seven, mm-hmm. even if he is only the first ever champion from the region. Oh, yeah. And then like when he goes up against Diantha and uh, they, they just go, and from the Kanto region, here's Ash. I'm like, mm-hmm. the dude's a champion. Give him some respect. But I know. Then- it's funny because. They should have said both. They should have said from Kanto representing Alola or, you know, yeah. from Kanto, the Alola and, champion or something like that. Yeah. But then when they were announcing all eight of the competitors, they call him the Alola champion. And I'm like, thank you. He That's yeah. the fact he deserves. <laughs> right. So, he is a champion. He now, is probably like from a lot of people's perspective, like mm-hmm. sort of the bottom of the, you know, the bottom rung because it's a mm-hmm. brand new league. No one's ever been champion before. Yeah. Um, you know, he's technically not even from there, but that doesn't matter. That's not how champions work. You know, like they mm-hmm. love him and they clearly have a very vested interest in him. So like, no, he, mm-hmm. he yeah, you're right. Put some respect sure. on his name. <laughs> My biggest thing, though, is the one champion from Kalos that they took. Because, yes, he just beat recently beat Ash. There's yeah. one other person I would have loved to have seen in the top eight instead of him. Who's that? Tobias from uh, mm. who destroyed Ash. <laughs> and I want to say the Sinnoh um, champion, uh, uh, championship matches. Because uh, he had the Dark Cry and Alatios, and possibly Alatios. It was never fully said. He said they said that he had three yeah. legendaries. We only ever got to see two. But that is like, like the biggest meme of Ash losing. Like any time it's ever mentioned of Ash losing, yeah. it was against him. I would have loved. Is to that seen- the guy that crushed him in like one or two Pokemon out of six or something like that? Something like that, yeah. With a Dark Cry. I would have like see his team. (laughs) Exactly. I wanted to see him come back, have him go up against Ash in the first match, and have Ash finally redeem himself. That would have been perfect. And have that guy just be like astonished at Ash's progress. Exactly. Well, it's weird though, because like Ash has had such a wild 27 year journey where like the show hasn't always treated him the same. Like, and that is, Mm -hmm. that is standing out to me starkly as I watch black and white, because in black and white, he is a bad trainer. He is not a good trainer. Like he is just not good. Um, And I know that they, they like to talk about how like unique and special and like different he is as a trainer, but he's not a good Mm -hmm. trainer, just unequivocally a bad trainer. Yeah, it was it was bad. Uh, it gets better. I want to say after the championship matches, mm-hmm. it gets better. Because um, you could divide the Kalos saga into like two halves. Mm-hmm. Like 
before the championships and then after the championships. Well, it seems like X and Y is where the transition happened um, for the series where they were like, let's let's have Ash actually have some wisdom, contain some wisdom. Yeah. Like, let's put reason behind what he's doing. Because the bit of X and Y that I have seen, I remember his training with Halucha, which I think mm-hmm. really reflects his training moving forward. The way that he trains yeah. with his Pokemon... It's, you know, black and white, that series loves to be like, wow, isn't he quirky and weird? It's so strange that he always picks a Pokemon that's distinctly terrible against the Pokemon Uh he's battling. Isn't that wacky? But in X and Y moving onward, his whole thing is like, if we have this weakness, this is what we are going to work on. Let's go into Uh the forest and let's train real hard, Halucha, you know? And we saw that in Journeys over and over and over where it was like, you know, if this is the if this is a battle you want to win, Riolu, mm-hmm. what do we need to do? Let's figure it out. Um, yeah. Before that, it just felt like he was flailing. So I'm excited to you know once I finish Black and White, move on to X and Y, and start watching what I think will feel way more like a proper <laughs> proper treatment of Ash the character. Yeah, it also just didn't help that like they were trying to. Black and White is kind of the soft reboot of Pokemon. Oh, you... baby. It sure is. I remember I, like, I remember when they announced it. I remember reading the press and stuff and then referring to it that way. I remember playing it. And I love those games. The story is really incredible. Oh, I do, too. But like, there are a few things I've been doing that remind me of like the downside and the cons of doing what they did. One of them mm-hmm. is watching the Black and White series, which in so many ways feels like mm-hmm. they are just trying to replicate the original series. Iris mm-hmm. is basically Misty at the start of that series. Uh, mm-hmm. Silent is basically Brock at the start of that series. Like, yeah. they, it, it's it's the exact same setup. And they and they have a built-in excuse that's very clever um, as to why Ash is bad in this region and why everything is new yeah. to him. But it's it just... Zekrom, it, didn't Zekrom, like, absorb Pikachu's energy or something? And, like, yes. So... <laughs> Well, yes, there is that. So there's, I guess there's a couple things they do. One, they really play on the fact that in the games, you can't get any previous Pokemon, right? There just aren't, like, Unova is a region where only Unovan Pokemon exist until mm-hmm. they are brought in outside, right? So in the yeah. show, Ash, everything Ash sees is brand new, and it actually makes sense, as opposed to, like, when he's right. in his own home region of Kanto and is like, what's that Pokemon? It's like, you live here, bro. But at least in black and white, he can be like, I've never seen this because you know even Pokemon don't really come outside the region frequently and other Pokemon don't come into the region. Mm-hmm. Um, so then everybody is like, oh my gosh, you have a Pikachu. That's so strange. I've never seen one of those. So there's a little bit of that, which is nice. And then the other thing is he loses his Pikachu, which has existed for four full generations of anime, loses to what would be a level five Snivy. And yes, yep. it's because Zekrom steals Pikachu's electricity power. Um, yeah. And so they're thrown off and they get beat by a brand new trainer. Um, so they do yeah. some clever things to allow for the reboot, but I don't think they really build on it that much. It's basically just an excuse to make him like bad at everything again, as opposed mm-hmm. to like really telling a compelling story, at least in the beginning. Yeah. I will say that first season of black and white, now that we're getting into it, I love the way it ends. It basically just ends with like a, a league tournament, like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very cool. I wasn't expecting to see something like that until the end of the series, but that was neat. Oh, uh, going back to journeys real quick. I wanted to ask. Yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. Of course. What did you think of that episode about Team Rocket doing a podcast? I thought it was so funny. I appreciated right? it. And one yeah. of the things I love about journeys is that 
because they're not following sword and shield the games i mean there's obviously a downside to not following the games there's characters from uh-huh. galar who just haven't been in the show at all like milo uh-huh. just doesn't exist which is such a bummer um and uh and what's her name melanie and um her son just like don't uh-huh. exist i really wanted to see those two i especially because they're related i thought that would be such a good they would be such good characters to have in the anime so there's a downside to that but the plus side I think the plus side is like way greater and that's that they can go anywhere and tell any kind of story. And mm-hmm. they also do these little like bottle episodes where they just fully break format and they just do like a nice cool thing that explores the world of Pokemon. It's sort of like, I know people would call it filler, but I think after a thousand episodes, especially a thousand episodes, many of which are repeats of each other, it's nice mm-hmm. to see things that are like totally different. And that was just like a nice heartwarming, like calm mm-hmm. episode. It was so nice to see like people just listening to the radio show, like in their own environment. So like, uh, I can remember the Magnemite's name is Jacques, but what's the actual character's yeah. name? Ren. Yes. Yes. Ren, Ren just like working at, you know, their computer, like hanging out at work, listening to the radio show and like responding the same way that like I do when I listen to podcasts where I'm just like, what are you talking about? You know, like, it's just so, uh-huh. it was so good. I thought it was so cute. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I, I don't always like what they do with team rocket, but they do frequently take swings with team rocket. And I appreciate that if they're going to have characters exist for as long as team rocket has. And uh-huh. I do think that journeys has is maybe like if I were to rank what I've seen so far, how series handle Team Rocket. I think right now Black and White is like my favorite handling of Team Rocket. Um, I think Sun and Moon did a pretty good job with them, so maybe that's number two. And then Journeys is maybe number three. Like it's it's I really like what they do with Team Rocket in in uh, in Journeys. I think it's great. They've had a couple really good character episodes. Yeah, and doesn't Brock show up in that episode too? Like briefly. Oh, I don't know. I I do want to go back and rewatch it because I feel like it was full of references, and yeah, I was I, I was blasting through those episodes, so I probably missed a whole lot. Just like I want to go back and watch rewatch the one where they introduce all the champions and like show all their regions. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a freaking good series, man. I think Journey is, is like for me, even not having seen everything. I think Journey is for me unequivocally goes down as my favorite. Yeah, like, Pokemon it- series. It's just the. It's just so good. It's paying so much homage to the entire series as a whole. It it does that, but it's also just written differently. Like, they just took a fully different approach, you know? And I think Ash's characterization, I know it's sort of different because, you know, they couldn't have written this Ash in the original series or even the second generation. Uh But I do think they finally nailed down what to do with a character like Ash that exists for so long, which is like, Uh give him a secondary protagonist who can also carry their own stories like go and just let Ash be wise. Like just let Uh him be wise. That's what he, he, that's what he is. I think this version of Uh Ash is the best. He's still fun loving. He's still very shown in protagonist. If we try hard enough, we will win, but he's also got a little bit of wisdom to him. He's not just like that doofy idiot who slams his head against a wall. Have you been seen the uh, new characters and previews for the new anime coming out? Yes, and I think I think I am every day I get closer and closer to deciding that I'm going to keep up with the Japanese releases because okay. it's the first time because here's the thing, with the Pokemon anime, we have always known what's going to happen. Always. For as long as the anime has existed and the internet has existed and they've pretty much existed at the same time, 
We've pretty mm-hmm. much known everything that's going to happen. It's so hard not to. I mean, like, Sports Center was reporting on, like, the Masters 8 tournament in this anime. Like, here in America. Um, wow. Like, it's just, it's just, it's impossible not to know. Like, I knew that he won the Alola Championship before those episodes air here. I know how this tournament ends before these episodes have aired here. You know, it's frustrating, but I also haven't cared that much because, you know, for the most part... Uh, until this series did things very differently, you kind of know what's going to happen anyway. It's just sort of like, uh-huh. okay, he's going to make it to the the final tournament after doing a bunch of formulaic episodes, and he's going to lose to somebody, but who knows who, right? And maybe you'll get like a cool battle in there somewhere. So I haven't really cared about spoilers, but the fact that these are characters we know nothing about, we don't know what the story is going to be, the fact uh-huh. that like for the first time ever uh, since the very original series and i would argue for the first time ever period because the original series just followed the game for the most part uh-huh. like we just have no idea what it's going to be and i don't want to see everything that happens online three months uh-huh. before we get to see it you know so i might you know if i if i can get over my my laziness about watching huh. international television i might keep up with it yeah. it looks so cool dude i want to do that i just don't have the time or the energy that's the thing. I'm lazy. <laughs> so, yeah. I just wish and the international watch- TV was easier to watch. Yeah. Also, like I watch with my wife, so she likes to watch Pokemon with me. And so mm-hmm. I'm not going to put her through Japanese. Uh, <laughs> well, and if no. you want to watch it with your kid, watching with subtitles is really hard. Exactly. If not impossible, so, you know? Yeah. Until he can start reading. Uh you know, yeah. I'll wait till he's I'll wait till he's in middle school before I start introducing him to Japanese dub stuff. That's what that's when I got yeah. into like Naruto and stuff. So yeah, that makes sense. But I I am very excited. The characters look really cool. Um, I'm really oh. <laughs> I love this big rock this like buff rock trainer guy Murdoch with his Rockruff because mm-hmm. Rockruff is like one of the cutest Pokemon ever, and he's like this big intimidating guy wearing an ascot. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme. Someone was like, "There's this one guy. He's got a Pikachu." And like, "Oh, you got a Pikachu? How original!" And I was like, "I also got a Charizard." And they're like, "Oh, you're so original. <laughs> you're so different." Yeah, I mean, look, there was just simply no way, for better or for yeah. worse, depending on who you are, that they were going to have a series where there wasn't at least a character Pikachu. I doubt right. he's going to be. I mean, he's clearly not the main character, but he seems like he'll be their professor I, figure. I feel like you need Pikachu. I, I hate to say this, but you need Pikachu in the series because Pikachu is your mascot. Right, exactly. It, it You need to keep having... Because you know, if new kids start watching the new show and they're like, okay, it, and then they go out and start go buying stuff and all they see is Pikachu stuff, like, what's this Pikachu? I... I don't recognize this Pokemon compared from watching the anime if it's not there. So you need Pikachu. And and I would rather that uh, the professor has a Pikachu or a side character has a Pikachu than one of the main characters. Because to me, that would yeah. be like, okay, like, like yeah. that's a little bit much because right. our protagonist just had it for 27 years. <laughs> exactly. Um, it'd be different if like that was the same Pikachu and like Ash just gave Pikachu to someone. Um, <laughs> can you imagine i literally can't <laughs> well, well that that's what happened in the manga um red gave his pikachu to yellow yeah but that's like a total i mean red is not ash that's like a totally different character True. you know what i mean ash yeah is a well, you know even still those two are basically like quantumly entangled <laughs> they could 
could yeah. they'll they will die at the exact same moment. Like they will not live without one another. <laughs> yeah. So how long do we think before Ash actually shows up in the new series as like a cameo appearance or something? I think they will give it a season. I think it'll breathe. Or what would be mm-hmm. a season, like a season-ish equivalent to us, you know? Mm-hmm. I know they don't quite do seasons the same way. So maybe halfway through yeah. 50. I don't know how many. I don't even I know think, if we know how many episodes this is going to be. I would assume like yeah. 52 or 48 or something. I think they'll give it a season where Ash won't show up. But I think first episode, there might be like a picture of Ash somewhere as like the champion. Or, or like a newscast, perhaps? Or like a newscast. Something like in the background, one of those blink and you'll miss it cameos, not like uh, just straight up. We're watching it, but like, cause yeah, I'm I could see that happening. See, like, I'm really curious to see like how many years this is after the actual anime is Ash still going to be 10 years old. Is he, is it going to be like five years later? Is it like, you know, taking place at the same time Ash is on his journey and this is like concurrent. Like, what if this goes back in time to when Ash first started his journey, and these characters are going on at the same time? That would be wild. That would be. And it would be so much more... Uh, con- I-, I would like that, honestly, a lot better than what people are speculating is, like, Ash is one of these kids' father. And I'm like, come on, guys. See... I don't want that. I don't want the. I don't want a familial yeah. relation. But I do. I would prefer that Ash is older. I just want to see it. Just let it happen. Like final. It's yeah. been twenty seven years. Let yes. him be twenty years old. <laughs> like just let him be twenty years old. Let him be Leon's age. You know what I mean? I'm assuming yeah. Leon is about twenty years old or so. Mm-hmm. Let him. Let him be. Let him be that old and let him be somebody that these kids might, like you said, like know of as a former champion or a current champion, depending on how long he holds his title. Yeah. Who knows? Um, also, and let him be a Lance. Let him be a Leon. Let him be a Cynthia. You know. Also, give us Man Bun Tracy, please. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, I got an iPad recently with an Apple pencil so that I can start drawing digitally. Uh, uh-huh. and when I tell you, I haven't already done a couple passes at, uh, Man Bun Tracy. <laughs> nice. I'm not, I, I can't navigate the, the, like procreate well enough to make it look good at all. But, uh, uh-huh. I'm in the practicing phase of like getting used to tools and learning how to use the program. And, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I definitely practiced on was like, can I change Tracy's hair from a picture of Tracy? <laughs> so if I get good at this, I, I tweeted this. If I get good at doing digital art, like all I'm doing is art crimes on the internet from now on. Like that's all you're going to get everybody. Okay. Um, <laughs> so get ready uh, for man bun trace. Y'all better hope that I suck at this. <laughs> I just, if I didn't think, if I didn't absolutely hate them, I would do an AI uh, art thing and have yeah. it make a man bun Tracy, but I hate you. those things. So I, I refuse to use those. She's get a tattoo of man bun Tracy. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> Man Bun Tracy, I'm telling you. <laughs> but I do, uh, I mean, it would be fun if I if I end up getting even decent at this. It'll be fun to do, like, yeah. to do my own fan art. You know what I mean? That would be really yeah. cool. And now that I'm, like, in, I'm watching Black and White, like, I'm learning about mm-hmm. all these other cool characters that I think are, are fun, uh, even mm-hmm. if that show is. Uh, you, so you and I were, were texting while I was watching it, and I proposed a hydration challenge uh, mm. for when you watch that when you watch that show yeah uh, if you're really struggling to drink your water for the day uh here's your (laughs) hydration challenge watch an episode or a few episodes of uh pokemon black and white and you don't even have to chug just like take a sip of water every time 
uh, every time Ash uses a Pokemon that's the wrong type, like at a type disadvantage, uh, every time Iris calls anybody a kid, you're such a kid. Anytime mm-hmm. Silen dis- uh, calls himself a connoisseur of something other than food, um, mm-hmm. anytime Silen describes something with a flavor palette that isn't food, <laughs> anytime, mm-hmm. is it Paul? No, it's not Paul. It's um, a guy who looks just like Paul. What is his name? Trip. Yeah, anytime he, he, Trip calls yeah. something basic, <laughs> like it's just, yeah. oh my gosh, the catchphrases are too much on that series. But you will have to mm-hmm. pee like halfway through the episode if you do that. I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. half of the script is just the same lines over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I was so glad like when X and Y came out, they toned down the catchphrases a little bit. I mean, like they still had it's the mostly whole, just Clement. Yeah, Clement with the thanks to the power of science, and then like Ash would be like, Science is so cool. Yeah. Uh, but which he did didn't he do that in the Journeys episode? Didn't he do it again? Yeah. Like just as a throwback? <laughs> yeah, I was I was so happy for that. I was like, I missed this, and then I was like, and I remember why I hated this too. So I know. Okay. I was like, I don't necessarily miss this, but it would have been stupid if you didn't do it. <laughs> like you have yeah. to, you established it. You established the call and response. You have to do the call and response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the anime's yeah. been fun. I've been watching a ton of it. Um, a lot of times I'm doing it while I'm playing Scarlet, though. I am still, like, I am up to my the top of my head in Pokemon Scarlet still, Kyle. I have not nice. stopped. I am, like, 500-some hours into that game. <laughs> I haven't touched uh, the game in a while. I've... I think that's fair. Uh, I just... I don't know. I, I've been having a hard time getting back into it. I, I played the game. I got what I needed out of it. And now I'm just kind of like... Pokemon Home, when are you opening up so I can uh, oh my trace for everything? Gosh. Okay. Okay. Now think about your desire for Pokemon Home to open so that you can start mm-hmm. transferring things. Now think about mm-hmm. the fact that I have been playing this game for 500 hours. I don't mm-hmm. have box space left. Okay. Like they need to open Home so I can move things out of my Scarlet file. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm running out of room. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough box got, space for that. <laughs> I uh, I restarted a game on my Pokemon uh, Silver or Crystal, one of the two, and I started with a Cyndaquil so that mm-hmm. I could bring it up into Legends Arceus, evolve it into Ooh. a Hisuian. Nice, nice. So I'll have a Hisuian Typhlosion with the Game Boy marker. Yes. I need to go into Yellow or one of them catch a manky mm-hmm. transfer it into scarlet or violet and evolve it into the annihilate mm-hmm. you gotta um, get a giraffe rig giraffe rig and dunsparce mm-hmm. oh the my worst. gosh dunsparce can you imagine like trying to get a three segment dunsparce with the game boy mark i have to how is dunsparce i don't remember is dunsparce easy to find in gold and silver and crystal no because Dang. it is a five it is a 5% chance in the dark cave. Thankfully, so rude. You, can, you can get it very early on in the game. It's just a 5% chance. But once you have one, then you can breed it. That's true. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's a good point. Because then you can constantly breed, and then you can just fill yeah. boxes and hopefully transfer up boxes yeah. and just, you know. Once you get them the, into Scarlet, the nice thing about that is it's easy to, you don't have to do the grindy leveling up. You can still, you know. You can level them exactly. up properly and just evolve it's them just, all real quick. It's just that uh, 
breeding in uh, Gen Two games is very slow because it's a Not different great. mechanic. Yeah, it's it's uh, different from how it used to be or how yeah. it is now. I'm like, okay, so I gotta catch as many Dunsparce as I can because I'm gonna need a two segmented with Game Boy logo, a three segmented with a Game Boy logo, and then a third one doesn't matter which as a with a Game Boy logo. Yeah, just a Dunsparce. Yeah. Yeah, because one goes into the Pokedex section, and then the other two go into the different form section of my collection. Yeah, so. that's that's a good point. So, like, I with with Pokemon Home, I'm currently trying to figure out like what I want to do with it, and I think what I want to do with it is do. Um, I guess I guess I'm. I don't know. It's not a proper master decks, although it might end up accidentally being one. I just uh-huh. want to have in my home. I want to have Pokemon. One through 1,015, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just want to have all 10, 15 Pokemon, which is so wild to say that there's 1,015 Pokemon, but I just want to have all of them in Pokemon mm-hmm. Home, which is wild because that takes up a sixth of your Pokemon Home without all the forms. So then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I do want forms where it is where it makes sense not necessarily gender differences or anything because i don't really care most of the time some of them are cool like heracross but most of them i just don't care about so i want to have those two which then takes it up to (laughs) Uh probably like honestly probably like 1200 or something Mm -hmm. um and then like i want to have my championship teams from you know basically gen 7 moving forward which is when i cared if i happen to have my Gen six one, I will obviously transfer that up. But Gen seven is where I really started like caring or feeling like mm-hmm. emotionally connected to my teams, and and right. I have them. Um, mm-hmm. And so I want to do all that, but I just it's such a daunting task, my dude. Yeah, oh, <laughs> such a daunting here's... task. But if I work my way through the games, it's not that bad, yeah. right? So like yeah. I started red, and I made like a little sheet for myself of red, mm-hmm. blue, and yellow. And yellow is sort of negligible. Yellow would only mm-hmm. be there if I wanted to well i guess i need yellow if i want like all the ev evolutions and all that sort of stuff but but i i I, if i just work one game at a time i will kind of incidentally do a master Uh decks um which is which is cool i don't know i just don't know what i I, it's it's so much junk in my home i just need to like i want to get a group of people together and do like a home party where everybody's just like working on their home so that everybody's like in the same miserable boat together (laughs) you know what'd be really cool uh you know how people like do like those charity live streams where like they just go for like hours and hours on end. I've been tempted, Kyle. Do like a completing a master decks of from each region live stream type thing for charity or whatever. Like I feel like that would be so yeah. much fun. You could have like you could either have to like you just doing like each thing on your own or like each person gets a different generation and they all have to. You know what I'd work do? At it. I would have multiple people on the same stream and each person, like say you had four people, right? So you had um, Uh four people or maybe three would make sense. So you have one person Uh playing blue, one person playing red, one person playing yellow or something, or maybe you have one person Uh playing blue, one person playing gold, one person playing Ruby. And you just have each one of them in their corner. And then you just in the fourth corner or quadrant, you just have like, a tal- like a running tally for each one of those dexes. Yeah. And then you have three people all kind of like tackling, like you said, kind of tackling it together. Um, I think that would be really fun. It wouldn't necessarily all go yeah. into the same home, which is weird, but like as a group task, it could be really fun. Yeah. If I had uh, the I setup be- already, I would already be doing some of this stuff because it's, 
it, it can get boring. Like as, as weird as it sounds, like it can get boring to just sit there and organize your stuff and like search for things in a methodical manner. I will give you a heads up. Porygon is the worst. Yeah. No. Oh my God. I know because just getting it is a pain in the butt, but then yeah. to have enough of them moving forward that originate in gen one is very annoying, mm-hmm. which is why. So I wasn't sure I was going to use yellow, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I kind of just should, because one, what? I will get three Porygon out of that. Two, I will get three Eevee out of that without having mm-hmm. to reset a game. I will still need to find a fourth Eevee. Um, but that's not the end of the world once I've completed, you know, one of them or something. So well, I, I have sort of mapped out if I do pursue yeah. this exactly which Pokemon I need to get in which games and like which game is going to start with which starter and all that sort of stuff. What I ended up doing the was starters are Eevee. another problem. Yeah. So one thing I did was for Eevee, I transferred it or I traded it over to my gold and silver, bred mm-hmm. it a couple times, then traded them back to red, blue, and yellow. So when you transfer them up, they automatically say that they're from Kanto, even though they originally originated in Johto. It gotcha. still says Kanto because uh, back then it the didn't parents. really have a it didn't have a marker on. It doesn't give it the marker of where it's from until it leaves the game. So gotcha. I also did that with like the uh, um, Ammonite and Kabuto lines because I was like, yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to get the fossil four times right and get all the way to cinnabar and i'm like at some yeah at some point i was like okay i'll do this twice but then once i get those i'll just trade them over breed them and then do it that way and and that's why i haven't committed to doing like a proper master decks like Uh right now where i'm at is like i'm playing pokemon red i'm just going to get everything available to me in pokemon red and then i will decide what i want to do right so i have not committed to like like i started with bulbasaur i have not committed to getting bulbasaur ivasaur and venusaur like that is just a monumental task in those games yeah um and so right now it's just like okay in this game, I will have Venusaur. In this game, I will have uh, Vaporeon, I think is the first in, of mm-hmm. the three. Um, and then when I play blue, I will have Jolteon and I will have Charizard. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of just where I'm at. And then I will collect mm-hmm. my Porygon along the way. And if I do things with them, whatever. So yeah. I'm, I'm between doing sort of a, a Master Dex light and doing just a, um, you know, solo get what you can for, for the games. And then if I've played red, blue and yellow, when I get to home, I can just dump, mm-hmm. you know, one through one fifty for the most mm-hmm. part. Cause I still won't have Venusaur, yeah. Bulbasaur, all that uh, sort of stuff. But the nice thing is if I get through all three of those games and all I need are those starters and an EV, then I can do the trading with, mm-hmm. you know, gold and silver and breeding and all that sort of stuff. You know, what took me the longest Deoxys. See, and those are the things where I'm like, I just don't think I have like the the spoons for that. I don't recommend that. So, and like event stuff, there's just always going to be stuff that I just can't well, get. Properly. With Deoxys, you can get it in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire mm-hmm. at the very end of the game. Like, you gotta go. So, and I needed four Deoxys. No, thank you. So, oh, See, I did. And that's it. the thing is like. For some of those things where it's like a form change and not like a, 
like separate form that stuff i don't see that that's where i'm like i don't think i have the energy you know because like rock rough and rock rough own tempo form there it's not a Mm -hmm. form change it's like tech or maybe the lycan rock are a better better example right like the lycan rock they can't change right so like to me Mm -hmm. those are three separate forms and that's easy enough for me to get when i run into something like deoxys or like shaman or something Mm -hmm. i don't know that i want to get like two shaman (laughs) i don't know if i can get two shaman (laughs) originally when you put shaman into pokemon bank it reverts Mm -hmm. back to the hedgehog form oh yeah because it needs to hold the flower to be able it needs to stay in sky form so for the longest time, the Master Dex Challenge never required Skyform. Well, it and wasn't... I feel like for the form changes, it shouldn't. Right. It's the same Pokemon. <laughs> well, because Pokemon that require like a held item to stay, like Giratina yeah. needs to hold the washer. So those forms weren't in Pokemon Bank because you need to hold an item. It wasn't until Pokemon Go came out and then they released Skyform Shaman. And now when you transfer it into home, it stays Skyform Shaman. So now that, and I think like one of the Keldeo form change, those two are now part of my Master Dex challenge, which thankfully I already completed in Pokemon Go. So I was just yeah. able to transfer them in and I'm good to go. Um, and then another thing that they want is the new thing that they're doing, Frufru. Before, when you transfer it into Pokemon Bank, Frufru <laughs> would just change back to its regular right. form. But then Pokemon Go came out. It's like, oh yeah, no, these are long lasting. So now Whoa. all the form changes. But the worst part is... See, Fru- Pokemon Go is making your life worse because Furfru oh, has form changes. Those are not separate forms of the Pokemon, right? right? Until Pokemon Go came along and they were like, we can't actually handle form changes properly. So we have exactly. to make them different forms. Yeah. And then what's even worse, all those forms, a lot of them are region locked. So you need a Furfru from that region to unlock the Barf. form. And so... Yeah, it's kind of similar to Vivalon. Thankfully, though, um, I will say Pokemon Go helped me out a lot because I needed one more Vivalon pattern, and I just yeah. couldn't get it through the uh, global network uh, trading system thing. Right, yeah. And so finally, I was able to get enough friends to send me postcards and whatnot, and now I actually have the all Vivalon patterns in uh, my Pokemon home, which is amazing. I do think I, I until recently was like, I am never going to try to collect Villon. I just don't care. It's the most annoying thing or one of the most annoying things Pokemon's ever done, even though it's cool. Like I just mm-hmm. was so annoyed with it, but I do think at some point I'm going to tap your brain to help me with the postcard thing. Cause I don't quite get, I haven't looked into it necessarily, but um, knowing it's... you've, you've done it before, at least for the mm-hmm. one of them. Um, I I'm, I'm intrigued. I might try to do it if it's not, fully unreasonable or fully impossible like do you have to have a friend in pokemon go from the actual region in the world where that vivalon comes from so basically someone needs to send you a postcard from that special area so let's say so someone has to um, send me a postcard from africa yes Uh, now but i'm sure there's an entire network online there's a lot of spoofers. I will say that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it gets the job done, but. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, if you post your friend code to Twitter, just saying, po- looking for Pokemon Go friends, you're going to get a lot of people from Japan. So mm-hmm. you'll at least get that one there taken care of very yeah. easily. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I saw someone the other day. I almost responded, but I was like, I don't know if my memory is long enough for this. Somebody posted um, from Japan. They were like, hey, if someone wants to DM me and um, send me, you know, like a le- one of these flying lechonks from this event, like, mm. you know, I will get an extra celebratory, like celebration Pikachu and we can like trade lechonk for Pikachu. And I was so tempted to be like, me, me, <laughs> like I want the celebration Pikachu. <laughs> But I'm hoping that they will actually do Celebration Pikachu over here because it's celebrating uh, the end of the series, right? So uh, I didn't even know they were doing that. There, Japan is doing some sort of like Pokemon Center exclusive Celebration Pikachu. Uh, cool. It doesn't look different. It's just it's going to be another Pikachu with like a new trainer or something. And I think it has uh, the move Celebration, which you can't normally learn. Gotcha. Um, but I think I I feel like they'll do it over here. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I totally interrupted you. <laughs> you were yeah, talking about no. people sending you postcards from Japan. Yeah, so that's basically all that. I I've uh, I think I'm down to like I think I need two more Vivalon patterns because like I've got all the scatter bugs. The other hard part is getting all the candy for it. Um, yeah. But once you, but once you wait, when you say all bugs, the scatter bugs, what do you mean? I have one scatter bug for, that will eventually evolve into that Vivalon. Oh, so did you breed each Vivalon? No. So in Pokemon Go, once you get, um. In Pokemon Go, once you get like three postcards uh-huh. from that area, once you save three postcards, because you gotta make sure you gotta save them, you'll then get an encounter with a scatterbug. Oh, I see. So it it doesn't spawn the Vivalon. You get the scatterbug from, like, quote from Africa or from yeah. Japan or from wherever. Yeah, you get one scatterbug. Yikes. Yikes. So you gotta make sure you have a Vivalon as your buddy and just keep walking. Uh-huh. And then also make sure you constantly keep doubling the candy. Now, they've done it with now, um, you can send any of your saved postcards to mm-hmm. your Nintendo Switch into Scarlet or Violet, right. and it'll change the Vivalon pattern. This I've seen. Yes. I watched Austin's, Austin, I almost said Austin St. John. Nope. I watched Austin nope. John plays uh, do this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you can change all the Vivalon patterns to what you need them to, except for one, and that's the Pokeball pattern because that's still an exclusive um, uh, special an event. event. Right? Yeah. Freaking Which I actually have, so I'm very excited about that one. Yeah. I really shouldn't complain that much about events because, like, some other franchises are way messier than Pokemon is. But it's just such a bummer knowing well, that, like, oh, suddenly, like, now at the ripe old age of, like, 35 or whatever, I'm actually, like, going to try to get some of these Pokemon. And it's like, oh, too bad I was a stupid 15-year-old and didn't – well, 15 um, – I don't know how much they were doing when I was 15. But, like, I, even I, in college for, like, mm-hmm. like Diamond and Pearl and, like, uh, Black and White, like, I just didn't care about a lot of that stuff. And I don't care deeply, but it would be cool if I had paid attention. There's a way to still get black and white event Pokemon. Yeah, and I will if I end up doing it. You know that you're the first person I'm going to to help me out. <laughs> I, I, I have it. I have it set up on my uh, 3ds that I can still get them. Uh, and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So I've gotten like legit event Keldeo, yeah. Meloetta, and all these other things, and it's really <sighs> cool. I, you know, um, the thing is though, I've been doing tier lists for uh, Drawfy my favorite YouTube channel did like a tier list thing. And so then naturally, because I'm obsessed with them, I was like, I'm going to do a tier list. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been doing like each generation and Nathan, one of the hosts of Drafi, has a system where every Pokemon to him is either fine or neat. And sometimes they make him say, hell yeah. 
And I mm-hmm. feel like it's such a it's such an easy system to not have to think too hard about. You just look at a Pokemon and you think, is this neat? Is this fine? Or does this make me say hell yeah? And so I did that with like an extra row for no thank you for the Pokemon that like the very few Pokemon I just actually don't like. And so I've been doing mm-hmm. that for each generation. And I got to Gen 5. And as much as I love those games for their story um, and for how they play, a lot of those Pokemon, I was like, these are fine. And when I got to the legendaries and the mythicals, for the most part, I was like, these are fine. Like, uh, like Meloetta, I was like, eh, these are fine. Or like uh, Keldeo, I was like, eh, I don't really like horses. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was just like, I just don't care about them. Mm-hmm. But we'll see when I get there. Yeah. And so from my Master Dex challenge, though, uh, the guy who sets it up, each generation, there's always new rules and keeps he keeps adding things. So like during Sword and Shield, I had to have one of each Pokemon that Gigantamaxed into the yep. different forms thing. So like I had three that Venusaurs. Doesn't surprise me. I had I had male Venusaur, female Venusaur, and then Gigantamax Venusaur. And I'm Wait, like, pause, Why? pause, pause. Yeah. Are you doing all the gender differences for your Master Dex challenge? Oh yeah. 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 That's bananas. Even for like Numal, which is like barely different. Now, I will say, um, for like the Gen One Pokemon, I'm using Fire Red Leaf Green, so that okay. you can actually see the genders because you don't see genders in um, right Red, Red, Blue, and Yellow, except for male and female Nidoran. Right, they don't have but, them until you transfer them elsewhere. Exactly. So I could just get a Bulbasaur, transfer it, and be like, "Up, oh, it's another male." Okay, try again. So right. yeah, so I have. I actually have all the uh, gender differences in my games. Those are super that easy is to do. Bananas! That's so many Pokemon. That takes ten, yeah. fifteen to probably like fifteen hundred at least. Because I well, have... I guess they didn't do gender differences for everything, right? So like there, uh-huh. there are some Pokemon. Uh, there was one that I was just looking for recently where I was like, "Does this even look different when it's you know when there's a gender difference?" So I guess there are some that don't, but like. They introduced that in Gen 4, so they added a ton of gender differences for the first mm-hmm. three generations. Yep. That's like 300-some Pokemon. <laughs> not not oh. all of them have it. Well, I not know. All not of all of them, them do. Yeah. But I bet you like so 200 like, of them do. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm just making up numbers hard. at this point, but oh my gosh. Yeah. And then they continued to do it through Gen 5. I think they stopped. Did they stop at Gen 6, or did they do it for Gen 6, too? A bunch of Pokemon still have gender differences. But I mean, like, as a, as like a, because like Gen 7, 8, and 9, they don't do that many gender differences. It's like, if it's a gender difference, it's like pretty notable. Yeah, it's usually like, uh, what is it? Um, Oin Cologne uh, in Paldia has like distinctly yeah. different gender forms. Um, or like Frillish so like, has like very Indeedy. different gender forms. Indeedy. Oh my gosh, yeah. can I tell you? I, for, I don't know. This isn't even that interesting. But I, I for some reason, was looking at Indeedy. Um, and was like fully convinced that was a gen six Pokemon. It was last generation. It was introduced yeah. in sword and shield, which was so weird to me. Cause it feels so much like a Kalos Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was so convinced, but I guess it makes sense when you realize they're like a show for a chauffeur and like a head maid or whatever. And that was like an England inspired region. My switch is like dead. I'm going to charge it oh, real well. quick. See so I can show you, but yeah. So like, Butterfree has de- yep. gender differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magikarp and Gyarados have gender differences. Um, and a whole bunch of stuff. Does, but, well, here's the question, though. Does Caterpie and Metapod have gender differences, or is it just the Butterfree? 
Um, I want to say maybe Metapod. Wait, yes. Uh, the little Ugh. horn on Caterpie is different. Um, yeah, but like, see, Weedle, that would drive me nuts, Kyle. <laughs> Weedle and Kakuna don't. Like, if they're very significant, like, yeah. to me, I'm kind of interested. Like I said, the Heracross yeah. is interesting to me. Pikachu's interesting mm-hmm. to me. Stuff like that where it's, like, yeah. an actual physical yeah. shape difference. But, like, mm-hmm. Shinx, it's just the tuft on the top of its head that is different. Like, yeah. that's all that's different. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on Torchic. I, that It's like a dot on its butt, right? Yes. Or something like that. <laughs> one of them one has a dot little, on its butt and one doesn't. One pixel dot. So silly. Yeah. So, um, but the other thing he does is he kind of makes this this way. You have to play each game in some way or another. So, like, uh, one thing he does is he wants, like, the harder version of that Pokemon to get. So, like, uh, your Gyarados has to be, like, the red Gyarados from Gold, Silver, Crystal. One of uh, your pony- I would assume I that know. you would have a Gyarados from Gen 1, and then red Gyarados is sort of a special Pokemon, right? So, he has... There's a special folder where he puts it in. I don't do this part where gotcha. like the orig- where the original forms just go in there. So like Ponyta, you need the shiny Ponyta from Legends Arceus. That's the special event. That makes oh um, question because of that. Do you have to get all the the in game trade Pokemon because those are technically like you like unique trainers? Uh, do not, no, do not do that. Except okay. do you need the Magikarp? Um. Because I bought the no. Magikarp specifically because I was like, I want this Magikarp. <laughs> uh, your Pikachu from Yellow needs to transfer to Sun and Moon and evolve into an Alolan Raichu. Um, Fascinating. Is is the Pikachu from Yellow considered a separate form in the games? Or is it technically no. the same? Fo- okay. okay. It's the same Pikachu. It's just, you know. It just has uh, rules. What was the other one? Um, oh, yeah. So this one's insanely hard. You have to complete the Pokédex in Black 2 or White 2. And then you get access to the Nature Preserve where you can encounter a shiny Haxorus. And you need that as part of your Haxorus. Is it different, though? (laughs) It's a shiny shiny Haxorus. Oh, because it's, yeah, it's default shiny Haxorus. And it probably, where you encounter it, probably says that you encountered it at Nature Park. Yeah, yeah, and it's a harder version. Another one, uh, which is a little odd, you need to play, I believe, Platinum. You need to Mm -hmm. put a Fire Red, Leaf Green, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, one of the three, in the GBA slot. Go to the old Chateau, talk to the TV, and encounter the Gengar in the game. And, and and this is, so when he puts this together, this is mm-hmm. in place of the original Gengar or it's in, di- in addition to the original Gengar? It's in place of the original Gengar from red, blue, yellow. Oh, Basically, see, I would just put it, and again, I don't know why I have opinions on this challenge I'm never going to do, but yeah. I would just put it in oh, a yeah, separate yeah. folder as like unique forms, even though they're not technically right. forms. Right. They're just harder versions of Pokemon yeah. to get. So like, like the Magikarp that you buy to me is like yeah. a different because it's like a it's a standard. It's like um it's like a fixed um like a fixed yeah. encounter in quotes. You know, yeah. Uh, the one I still haven't done. I need to play Pokemon Battle Revolution, beat the oh entire game, oh and boy. get special Pikachu. From that, you're gonna do all that for a Pikachu, Kyle? <laughs> I haven't even started, so clearly no. Um, 
Yeah. You're going to bust out a Wii for that? <laughs> I, I still need the Wii so I can play the GameCube game so I can get the Lugia, Ho-Oh, yeah. uh, Dragonite, and... I guess it's uh, for more than just Battle Revolution. Tech. That's good. Uh, but, but Battle Revolution, there's also two codes that you enter, and you can get a Magmortar and an Electivire saying that they're Ooh. from those games. So I, ha- I have those. Those were, those were easy to do. Because um, mm-hmm. as soon as you start the game, you can get those. Um, nice. I have the Jirachi from the special bonus disc for Pokemon Coliseum. Nice. Yeah, that that took me a while because that's an expensive game. And then once I got it, I'm like, and selling this online now because there's yeah. no need for it. Yeah. Um, and you also you can only get it through Ruby or Sapphire. Uh, this is so I had a- this is why I didn't pay attention to any of this stuff when it was happening because I was just yeah. like this is so complicated. But now it is interesting. Like, and and if you enjoy it, like it's a really cool thing to get into. I think it's a fun challenge. Like once you start, you're yeah. like, oh, this is gonna be so much fun. I'm having fun. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of bored. Can I start this over again? <laughs> well, I have a friend who's doing a ribbon challenge with a Heracross. Shout out to Oswald. Shout out to Clark. Oh. Um, and he blasted th- I don't really know very much about ribbon challenges other than what you've told me and I ask you questions sometimes based on what he's yeah. doing and he did just say like he's about to get into gen 3 and gen 4 and that's where it slows mm-hmm. down dramatically because there's just that many more ribbons to get right right so to me it's like okay then then slow down take a break you know like well, do it in chunks like you don't have to sprint through the whole challenge gen 3 is where it starts the uh, proper way to start is by getting a Pokemon from XD Gale of Darkness or Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You have to, you once you purify it, you get the purified ribbon, and then uh, once you do their form of like the battle league challenge where you got to battle a hundred trainers, mm-hmm. you get a ribbon for that. Yep. So that that's that's two right there. Then you transfer into honestly the best recommendation is Emerald, where you then have. All the contests. Oof. Um, you have the battle tower stuff, Oof. which you can't complete anymore because one of the ribbons requires you to connect via online and battle with someone. Battle with someone else for like fifty battles. Wait, so, you had to battle online in Emerald to get that? That's rude because Gen or, Three, like, or Maybe not online, but with someone else. Okay. So yeah, could you okay. link cable it? Could 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 he find yes. somebody who has another advance yeah. and link cable? Okay. You actually had to link cable with that one in Emerald. So that one there's doable. It's platinum where it's the online Gross. version. You can't do anymore because that's not available. There are you like you flam- can like local infrared do it? Exactly. Uh. Um and the thing is like I think there's fan made servers now. Where yeah. in Platinum that people have made so you can actually go do it. But the chances of finding someone to do it and then sitting there for like 50 battles is kind of... Yeah. You'd have yeah. to go online and find someone else who's trying to do exactly what you're doing and just do it with each other, basically. Because exactly. it, does, it doesn't so, have to be 50 unique battles, does it? Right. Um, it has to be the 50 in the uh, tower or whatever. So that ribbon there actually has an asterisk next to it. So like mm-hmm. you don't have to if you don't want to, it but might if not you be have, possible. Yeah. But if you are able to do it, you get like complete bragging rights. Um, nice. Yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff like the effort ribbon where, you know, you showed uh, you got all your IVs. Um, you got 
the footprint ribbon showing that you've taken this many steps with the Pokemon or your friendship level's high or stuff like that. <laughs> it's insane. Thankfully, once you get to Gen 5, there's no ribbons because Gen 5 didn't do any. Yeah, and some of that stuff ends up becoming like titles in later games. So like I have a Gourmand title for some of my Pokemon in Scarlet just because we exactly. eat that many sandwiches. It's not a ribbon. And then, <laughs> right. and then there's Gen 6 uh, where you got some stuff from in X and Y and then Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire with the contest again. They changed the ribbons mm-hmm. so you can do those again. Which I absolutely love that they did that instead of just re-giving you the same ribbons. But then, uh, what is it? Diamond and Pearl, they really screwed you over. They used the exact same Sinnoh Champion ribbon, despite mm. the fact that Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire changed the championship ribbon for that. So mm-hmm. that was a bit of a bummer. In uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, they reused the ribbons from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. So you don't have to do it in there, but it's also at the same time, you're like, I was kind of hoping to get more ribbons. Yeah. Why, why, why did you take that away from me? Yeah, I would have done it. I was ready. <laughs> exactly. So there's, yeah. So I have a couple of Pokemon that have a lot of ribbons. Um, I think it's my Infernape and mm-hmm. my Sceptile, yeah. which this was also done before I found out that they weren't going to be able to go into Sword and Shield. Yeah. So I found... I started doing the challenge. Obviously, I didn't do it properly because I didn't start in Coliseum or XD. But I actually started with a Persian. Because hmm. I was like, what's the one Pokemon I know that will probably be in every single game going Thanks, forward? Meowth. Exactly. So I was like, Meowth. Perfect. No, that's smart. Pikachu probably, Pikachu probably also would have worked our Magnemite. But um, yeah. yeah. Good bets. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, I'll oh, do yeah, it properly. Yeah, yeah. I just got to start playing XD in Coliseum soon. It's just, it's so much to do. But like, I, you know what though? What's interesting is like, for some reason, this generation, Scarlet and Violet specifically, it kind of started a little bit with Sword and Shield, but Scarlet Violet has really like thrown me into the deep end in a lot of things I just didn't pay attention to before. Sword and Shield did it a little bit because like I long since decided like, I'm just not going to complete Pokedexes. Like it's just such a, it's such a task in these games Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, Yeah. But Sword and Shield being like, you know what? I know, I know it caused a whole, you know, S storm, but like, uh, the fact that there's just 400 Pokemon, I was like, okay, I'll do that. And it was like fun and it felt nice to complete it. And then, so when they did the DLC, I was like, okay, I'll catch all these too. I'll like try to make sure I have all those as well. Um, and then when Scarlet and Violet rolled around and, and with sword and shield, it was so easily replayable that I was like, I can start doing challenges. Like it's such an easily replayable game. Like I can do a single type challenge. I can do this challenge or that challenge. So when Scarlet and Violet rolled around, I kind of did the same thing. I was like, I want to have one of everything, not just, you know, fill my Pokedex entries, but I want to have one of everything in my boxes. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I did that again, and I will do that again for the DLC. But then on top of that, I've been doing uh, like the raids. I know you haven't gotten super into the raids, but I freaking love the seven star raids. They're so good. And here's the thing that's nice about them. They are very hard. Um, They're very hard, but that's kind of what I like about them because here's the thing, Kyle. I've never cared, never cared because I'm lazy about strats or viable like move sets or um, like building Pokemon, right? Because I've never mm-hmm. had something that I thought was like a fun reason to do it. 
But now I think they're fun mm-hmm. to like figure it out. It's like a puzzle because it's not like Sword and Shield where they just were like, here's a big Pokemon. In this, mm-hmm. they're very clearly specifically built for you to try to figure out. So if you can right. get a group of people or even just one other brain or, you know, honestly, you can do it by yourself if you want to. There's like folks like the Pokemon cast, folks like... um Austin John plays who will try to like build solo, whatever. If you're into it, like, you know, it's like a fun puzzle to figure out. So I've been keeping up with those and like learning stuff along the way. So like learning how moves interact, learning uh-huh. finally how to actually EV train, um, stuff like that. And so it's been like a blast for me. I know that's not everyone's experience. It hasn't been yours, but like, yeah. I think Scarlet and Violet is going to go down as one of, if not like my favorite game, not necessarily because it's perfect, not because it's, you know, super smooth or anything like that. But one, the story is very good. And two, for some reason, it just hit me specifically at the exact right time when I was like down to care about this stuff. And so Mm -hmm. like, it feels kind of like gold and silver to a degree to me because that, that's, that was the, that was a time when I was like, oh my gosh, I care so much. You know, I want to do everything, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's, it's been, it's been really cool. I wish the two new Pokemon that they released, uh, Walking Wake and uh, Future Verizon. Iron Leaves. <laughs> yeah, sure. Ver- Ver- Verizon. Um, I didn't care about it anyway. I don't care about those legendaries. I wish that they would have made them this way. Like, oh, hey, you can challenge them at level seven, but we'll also give them to you at like level four or five. I don't like that you can only catch one of them. I thought that was very annoying. Yeah. Because they are not seven star mightiest mark raids. They are just paradox Pokemon. Yes. And <laughs> I would like an easier way to catch them because I still have not gotten them and I still need them for my Master Decks. So I wish I think they they'll do it, it again. I think they'll probably eventually release them as like a five star or something. Yeah. Hopefully. They'll do it again or they will give you they'll they'll do a give like they'll They'll do a code or something like that. There's no way that was the only or, way you could get because you can't breed them. So there's no right. way that's the only way you get them. Unless maybe like in the new games when they come out, they'll be part of like you can catch them in the underground over there or something. Something like that. Or they'll do something like they did with Sword and Shield where leading up to Scarlet and Violet, they just said, okay, everything that was an event raid is mm. now an event raid all at the same time. Kind of like when they do the end of year community days on Pokemon go where it's like, Hey, remember yeah. when we featured all these Pokemon, we're going to just feature all of them right now. So I, yeah. I, I would be shocked if you didn't have another chance to do it. Um, and by that point you will have basically a whole plethora of like cataloged counters and mm. either solo strats or team strats. You'll like, you'll be able to find people who've done them. So yeah. again, just it'll be, me. and I'm down. I'm always down, Kyle. Again, <laughs> you and I can link up and do them. <laughs> if it was a five star, it'd be a lot easier. But like every time yeah. I get into like one of the seven star ones, like we get defeated within like a minute, yeah. not even. And I'm like, they're rough. And like everyone's got the perfect counters, and we still just get destroyed. It's it's weird. the The one that just happened, or the one that's happening right now as we record this, which is Samurott. The thing mm-hmm. that I think is so interesting about them and so clever is like 
they figure out the they being uh, the developers figure out a way where it's like you have to you have to solve the puzzle, right? So like mm-hmm. Samurai, I did with a group, and it was all four of us. We could all talk to each other, so like we had that advantage. We still got our butt kicked a few times, but then we figured out like okay, we planned out like okay, what is everyone doing round one? What is everyone doing round two? And so we were able to crack it, and it, it became clear that like that particular Pokemon was built to hit you very hard, very fast. But if you could like endure the first couple rounds then you uh-huh. were you were good so like we just you know what kyle we just need to like loop you in on our raids like we'll get you these pokemon uh, if you want them i just don't especially if you're time. supposed to get them for master decks i don't know if you need the mightiest marks ones or if, if you just need I, the unique ones i don't care about that i just want it for the actual master decks yeah yeah but I, uh, I i have really been enjoying scarlet and violet i haven't even replayed it yet and i've played mm-hmm. it 500 plus hours i do want to do when i do play violet i'm gonna i think i've told you about this maybe but i do want to do a scaling challenge um Mm -hmm. where it's it's sort of inspired by the anime and sort of just inspired by the fact that like you know it's so easy to over it's always been easy to overtrain and overpower gym leaders it's even easier Ah. in this game because you can do things in any order so what i want to do is i want to make sure here here are my rules for the time being One, I can only use as many Pokemon on my team as they have on their team because it doesn't Mm -hmm. actually make sense that you can roll up with six Pokemon against their two. So I have to choose two Pokemon if they only use two Pokemon. I'm not allowed to use Pokemon that exceed their Pokemon's levels. uh, And ideally, they would match, right? Um, So since I've played the game, I can look them up. It's whatever. Um, And then the other thing, what was the other thing? Oh, it has to be a unique team for for each gym leader. Okay. So if I've used them for if I've used two Pokemon against Katie, the bug type leader, I'm not allowed to use those Pokemon for, you know, Brassius or whatever, the the grass type trainer. And the nice thing about that is it'll force me to have like mm-hmm. I, I will quote build relationships with more Pokemon than I normally would, because when mm-hmm. I played through the first time it was like seven Pokemon were my like go to's all the mm-hmm. way through the championship, you know? Yeah. The rule about not level scaling up past the gym leaders, that's very Oof. similar to the uh, uh, hardcore Nuzlocks that people do. Oh, yeah. Where they'll do Nuzlocke challenges, but, like, I think after a while, people realize, like, with the new games, like, they were just getting very easy. They are. They're they're much easier. So they started changing the rules so that your level cannot succeed past that gym leader. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're... So, like, if you're at that level against a gym leader, but then, like, you level up during the gym battle, you're fine. Yeah, I would think so. But, yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. <laughs> if you go past that level, then you have to box the Pokemon until you can use it again. Yeah, that's... So. Oh, see, I'm gonna... They're they're staying boxed. Like, they're not gonna be allowed to battle in a gym gym battle again. Okay. Um, for me, at least. I, I'm making these rules up on my own, so... Um, hey, that's even better. But I, but I think that's what I want to do, because that way... That way, you know, one thing I ran into with Scarlet was I went, I did a couple gyms on like the west side. And then when I went back to Brassius, who's arguably one of the first ones you should fight, I was like way mm-hmm. overpowered. And that's like not as fun. Um, so I want to, yeah. I want to do something like that when I do, when I do Violet. And Violet, I won't have to necessarily, just like I did with Sword after I played Shield, I'm not completing mm-hmm. a Pokedex. I'm not even going to try to catch everything. It's just going to be, you know, let's play this through. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Now, uh, when I play. Uh, Scarlet for the first time. I'm doing an all electric run. Yes, nice. I can't wait to hear about that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, yo yo yo. Um, I want to. We 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 don't have a ton of time left, but I want to. 
give you an update on the tournaments I've been doing. <laughs> I've yes, been doing... yes, yes, yes. So my raid group, um, we decided like we should the first you know handful of times or few times we got together to do like the seven star raids, we did them and then we we're like, okay, now what? And so we would just keep doing them, but that wasn't super fun because we'd cracked the code, we'd figured out the puzzle whatever and you can't catch multiple mightiest marks so you're like what else could we do so we decided since there's four of us we were going to start doing like these mini tournaments anytime we got together to do a raid um so we would do the raid and then once we did it we would switch over to our tournament we drew randomly for the first one just a type so everyone would have to bring a full team of that type based Mm -hmm. on a random draw and we drew dragon which was hilarious because it's one of the few types one of the two types, I think, that is like super effective against itself. And dragons vary pretty greatly to being like some are very fast and hit hard, but don't have much defense versus some are tanks, but don't necessarily Mm -hmm. hit very hard. So it was like Mm -hmm. interesting. And it basically turned into like a battle of like who could hit the hardest fastest. It turned into a a speed battle basically because everybody was super effective against everybody else. You couldn't really put up defenses against anything. So Derek, my co-host on Walloping Web Snappers and the host of Gimmicks, won that, which felt right because he loves him some dragons. So he won oh, that I find, one. I find that hilarious because like Derek wasn't really I big know. Pokemon. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry, Kyle. I just want you to know I'm representing this podcast horribly in these tournaments. I suck so bad at competitive. It is embarrassing. I might need your help for the third one. <laughs> because I'm I am Wait. You you think I can help? I'm so bad, Kyle. I can only go up. I can only I, go up. I, I've never done competitive, so you're <laughs> But but it's two brains. It's two brains, right? That's gotta that's gotta count for something. <laughs> two brains that know nothing. <laughs> I know, it's so funny because it's like our podcast has never been about competitive. It's never been about like yeah. strats or the math or anything like that. It's about the characters, the stories, the anime, like all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, but oh my gosh, it's just I uh oh yeah, yeah. I'll get a brain hilarious. trust together. Like you'll be part of it, but then I'll also call her like Rai because she actually like knows shit. Um, ah, there you, like, go. <laughs> you know, she can she can help us with the competitive aspect. There you go. Um but I got my my butt handed to me in the dragon one. I used Altaria, Dragalge, Cyclozar, Garchomp, Miraidon, and Baxcalibur, um, which I thought was a fun team. And I had a couple strats in there. I my 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 the the strategy I shared with you was I'm gonna gonna terrestrialize Altaria immediately into a fairy type because right. it's one of the few Pokemon that can learn fairy moves and just mm-hmm. Moonblast, and it just did not work. Ah. Um, I know it was a bummer. People were defensively terrestrializing, and I wasn't anticipating that. So, like, once they saw that I terrestrialized into a fairy type, they were like, "Okay, well, I'll terrestrialize into just literally anything that's not dragon or fighting." And I was like, "Darn it, steal!" Um, so I got, I know, right? So I got rocked on that one. Um, Derek, Derek ran away with that one. His Dragapult is my nemesis, and then he decided because he won that our next tournament would be an all steel type, which is like the exact opposite of dragon type. Like they yeah. do not hit hard. They are nope. not fast. Like nope. it is, it is like it is. They are all tanks. And those that can hit hard do not hit hard against steel. Right, exactly. So it went from everybody being super effective against everybody to everybody resisting everybody. So like nobody in the steel tournament used like any steel moves at all. It just was there was no point in using any 
like steel mm-hmm. moves. So I was like, okay, well, I know I can't use steel moves, so I have to have a team that all has secondary types or super effective yeah. moves that aren't steel. So um, how many how many Lucarios were there? Every team had a Lucario. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> because it's so fast it's so yep. fast and it's fighting you know what i mean yeah um i i lied to you in our chat i thought everybody had a garchomp in the first tournament but only three of us had a garchomp but uh-huh. everybody brought a lucario this time and three teams brought magnazone mm. myself included so for that one i brought klefki which i brought because i love klefki not because i thought it would do well but it actually served me very very well because i didn't know klefki could learn spikes and since steel types have high defense i was like okay i'm gonna bring klefki i'm gonna try to layer some spikes and if i can pull off three layers of spikes every time they send out a pokemon it'll take away a quarter of its of its uh hp mm-hmm. which is nice because that's not dependent on defense it just automatically will take away a quarter right. of their hp i actually defeated somebody that way because they only had a quarter hp left and it was their last pokemon so they uh, sent it out and it just knocked out their pokemon with spikes which was hilarious nice. sorry derek um, <laughs> um, but I did not do super well on that one. But I brought Klefki, Magnazone, Corviknight, Rev of Room, Lucario, and Scissor. Um, and I uh, was not great at that. And then that one was won by Tommy, the, one of the hosts of uh, Distant Echoes, a Star Wars podcast. So I, I, I haven't shown up yet. But uh, but the next tournament is all birds. Tommy chose bird theme, so they don't have to be flying, but they do have to be birds. Uh, okay. so it's sort of like I'm I'm unofficially calling it the Faulkner Invitational because I know Faulkner technically uses flying types, but he only uses birds. He doesn't use any flying types that are not birds. And uh-huh. in the in the game, and I think the anime, he says he wants to follow in his father's footsteps of being the greatest bird Pokemon master. So uh-huh. um I gotta pick out birds. I'm not gonna say on the podcast what they are, because this one's you know, I don't want I don't want to give up yeah. all my yeah. my uh my team. Uh, but I will tell I, you once we're off the podcast what I'm okay. thinking about. I will say this though. Um, yeah. Please let your catchphrase be "I'm gonna Faulkner this up." <laughs> Hopefully, it won't be lost on the three of them. I don't know. I don't know if any of them know or care about who Faulkner is. Yeah. Um, it's also funny because Faulkner is like notoriously like the weakest gym leader in all of the franchise. Like he just yeah. his Pokemon are the weakest, just unequivocally lowest unless levels. You start, unless you start with a Chikorita. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you'll get your... He he can beat you, but he just... Mm-hmm. If you put all the gym leaders up next to each other, he's got a Pokemon that's yeah. level 7. A, a level also, 7 Pidgey. Yeah. A level 9 Pidgeotto, which is impossible. It's right. impossibly he weak. He also doesn't use any Johto Pokemon. <laughs> which is so weird, because there are birds oh, no. in Johto. It's, oh, it's an no. early game bird. <laughs> Natu is not that far away from from oh, his oh. gym. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that one goes. I will try to rep us better in this one. <laughs> but but I am learning a lot. I because because you can't use items, like you can't uh-huh. use consumables. Um you kind of have to use held items and you kind of have to use status moves because you know that they can't take the status off. So um Tommy's Bronzong was wrecking us with its hypnosis move, which should only hit half the time, but hit every time. Um, uh, and there was nothing we could do about it. So I'm learning a lot, learning a lot. Never used spikes in a, in a one player mode because you don't need to. Right. But when you're playing against people with brains and not, you know, the programmed NPCs, that stuff yeah. becomes a bigger deal. Yeah. It's exciting. 
I know. I'm happy. I'm think, happy for you. I know. It's cool. You and I are gonna have to battle one of these days. Ooh. <laughs> you and I, I are gonna have figure, to go at. I gotta it. figure out what. I gotta figure out which team I want to use. I know. Well, we. I know. We should start with just like a, a no theme, just like whatever team you want. You know. Ooh. Do I want to use my Sun and Moon team? Do I want to use my uh, Sword and Shield team? <laughs> oh, so you're Pokemon, waiting till home. <laughs> you know, once, once home opens up, like I got so many different teams that I could just. Yeah. I hopefully. think when. I think when home opens up, I think my son championship team will be able to, I think the whole thing could come up because I had pre-marina, which mm-hmm. definitely will come up. Um, mm-hmm. I had uh, Alolan Muck, which should come up because Grimer and Muck are in this game. It's technically yeah. the same entry. Um, I had Phantom, not Trevenant. I looked back <laughs> because you have to trade Phantom to evolve yep. it and i never did so i brought a phantom to the elite four <laughs> nice um a magmar because you also had to trade that and i didn't mm. so i had a, a magmar i don't think Ma- magmar's in the game but i think it will be mm. and then who are my other ones i had shoot i don't remember but i do think that i, I do think oh crabominable is definitely in scarlet and violet so i'll be able mm. to bring that one up and then i don't know who the last one was but i think oh uh Volt, which is not in this game, but I think is confirmed to be in it for the DLC. Nice. So I think my whole Sun and Moon team will come up. I've got a level 100 Fero that's itching Oof. for a fight. Yeah. See, well, it's that's fun. the thing is like, I'm going to have to level them all up because I don't yeah. beat the Elite Four with level 100s. You don't have to. Well, <laughs> this Fero start, I caught as like a level three Spiro in uh, uh, Fire Red. Oh my And then God. when I was this was when I was trying to do the complete the entire Pokedex as best as you can without you know yeah. trading or anything sure. in the game. So I had to get like a Dratini to a Dragonite, Tyranitar. I had to get Tyranitar yeah. and all these high-level Pokemon. So there's an area where you can just go about fighting, and it's a bunch of fighting-type uh, trainers. Oh, so you were so, switch training with a Fero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. So my Fero, who was also on my team from the beginning eventually like by the time i was done with everything was what like was level 100 so nice that's awesome (laughs) Mm -hmm. well i look forward to getting rocked by this level 100 fero my phantom is quaking (laughs) (laughs) well so okay now i wonder like okay so if i if i do bring my sun and moon championship team into home and can bring it into other games that make trading easier like, should I evolve my Phantom? I kind of don't want to. Like, it's it 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 was That's a champion as a Phantom. You know what I mean? That's up to you. I wish Home had a battle feature system. Okay, here. This is probably the last thing we can talk about because we it it won't it won't let us record for more than twenty more minutes. Um. Oh, okay. But I thought. Um. I know Zencaster changed and not for the better. Um. So. I, I, I thought of this the other day. It's not like an original thought, but I just can't stop thinking about it now. I I want them to create like a new stadium now that the the content doesn't have to be static. You know, like one of the biggest mm-hmm. problems with the original stadium games and even Battle Revolution is that like they were static. You couldn't you couldn't push mm-hmm. DLC easily to everybody just through updates you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but now you could and i and and one of the things that people find so frustrating about battling within the games proper 
is that old gimmicks no longer apply. Lots of Pokemon are not available. Different battle mm-hmm. styles are no longer available. So how freaking cool would it be if they made like Pokemon Ultimate Stadium or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and you could, one, use any Pokemon that's available in home because any Pokemon can be in home. Two, you could choose any any battle style from the history of Pokemon. So like cycle battles... Or like mm-hmm. three on three, like that would be awesome. Uh, also, how cool would it be if in that game, because it's not tied to another game with a bunch of other content, would it be if you could, like in the Masters 8 tournament, choose to use any gimmick from the past? So in the same stadium game, you could see Mega Evolutions, you could see Gigantamax, Ooh. you could see Z-moves. like, And then Ooh, you could set rules like mm-hmm. for how many of them you could use, right? So like... You could say like you only get to choose one and or you only get to use one total or you could sit there and say you get to use three or you could say every Pokemon gets to do one. Like how mm-hmm. cool would that be? Like it would be so cool. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Uh, I would pay full price for that game. Like I would absolutely mm-hmm. like if they released that as just like a full title, um, I would absolutely pay for that. And then I would pay, yeah. you know, 20 bucks more for the DLC for next gen or whatever. Mm hmm. It'd be incredible. Oh yeah, make it happen. I, I, you know, it probably already exists as like a ROM hack or something, but um, mm. it would be cool to get like an official one. I want definitely. It. I'm gonna dream about it yeah. forever now. This is gonna be <laughs> back when we were in Gen One. This is going to be the equivalent of like, wouldn't it be cool if we had Pokemon in 3D? <laughs> mm-hmm. We got it. So maybe we'll get yep. this eventually <laughs> someday. VR Pokemon. <sighs> VR Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. That'd be pretty neat. Uh, All right. Well, is there anything left that uh, that we haven't caught up on? <laughs> it can't be. Right. I got a Growlithe what? Build-A-Bear. Growlithe Build-A-Bear? Oh, nice. Nice. To go yeah. with your RuPaul Build-A-Bear that I saw they had recently. <laughs> they added like, a RuPaul Build-A-Bear, and it is not cute. <laughs> <laughs> but you sent me a picture of your Growlithe. It looks really great. Yeah. Yeah. We're running out of room. It's tuft. It's so high. It is. is. Is the Growlithe is one that has gender markers? So is it? Uh, I feel I like the high one tough. is. I thought it, I thought it's Tuft uh, changed, but maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I'm uh, fully making that up. Because I was going to say like, I don't remember if if it does which one has the higher Tuft, but who knows? Who really? knows? Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know. What I'm I was talking look at about my Switch, but now I got to do an update. So yeah, why did you ever let me uh, be on a podcast? I don't know anything. <laughs> Uh, I think you're, yeah, you're right. There's no, there's no, there's no gender differences. Cause you're friendly and you were the only person I was talking to at the time. <laughs> Cause I can talk for two hours, baby. All right. Well, I think that's all we have. And like I said, you know, next time you hear from us, it will be an ash bash for a movie. Um, Kyle, if people want to find you, uh, one, should they? And two, uh, if so, where, where would that be? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger. I'm there sometimes. I don't know. Uh, I'm there you when don't I want to be. Twitter's bad. It really <laughs> Unequivocally is. bad. <laughs> In the past few months, it's just gotten worse and worse. And I just. It's just like not even a good product. No. Like it just I doesn't like even TikTok. work well anymore. I like TikTok better. And sadly, TikToks might be going away too. So. Oh my God. Don't get me started. <laughs> Save all your favorite TikToks, everybody, just in case. Yeah. It's going to yep. be a Vine situation. 
well, if you like what we're doing here on Victory Road, you can find more of uh, what I'm doing on Twitter at Ikibuli or on my other podcast, Walloping Web Snappers, Falling with Style, and Novel Gaming. For information on this show, be sure to find the podcast on social media at Victory Road Pod. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like uh, for us to talk about it, too bad! We've already decided what the rest of our episodes will be. Until next time, I'm headed back to the Paldea region. Uh, I don't even know what for at this point. I just wander around and pick up sparkles. So, see ya. (laughs) Bye.